Well, a lot of times the things that start out looking like failures actually end up being successes. It's just that we're turning around from a place that we don't have enough runway, we don't have enough road behind us to have a clear perspective about the larger picture. And, you know, timing can be frustrating because we are kind of raised to believe, especially this very Western, heavily masculine energy that we are taught, especially as women, is like if you force it enough, if you push it enough, if you grind and hustle hard enough, you can make it happen. And I am here to remind you that that is not the fucking truth. What I want most for women everywhere is to stop playing small and step into your unique power so you can finally show up as the fullest, biggest, and truest version of you. But that requires that you first get crystal clear about who you are and then let go of everything that you're not. I'm here to teach you how to know yourself, trust yourself, and honor yourself so you can create a deeply aligned, deeply empowered, and deeply inspiring life. You know, the one you were actually sent here to have. Come on, let me show you how. I don't feel like we talk about timing enough, especially with regards to, you know, how our lives are unfolding, how the stories and highlights of our lives are unfolding, how we're reaching our goals, how we reach business goals. You know, timing is a thing that I think about a lot, I feel like, in these spurts. So lately, it's come back up. And this morning, I was driving around and just thinking, you know, it's something that I preach about a lot because you can follow all of the strategy. You can have the 2021 planner. You can keep a daily planner. You can have the best morning routine that you're super consistent with. You can do all of the things and it can still not be your time. And if it's not your time, it's not going to happen. And so what I'm talking about, of course, is like a divine timing. You know, I don't know what that looks like if you don't believe in God, so I won't go into that. Well, I'll say even if you don't believe in God, I still think there is a natural order of the universe. Call it whatever you want. We can get into science and the actual specifics that, you know, the atoms and molecules and all of these scientific things exist, the energy is real. And there's plenty of data documented to tell you that. So there is an order to the universe and a way in which things work. And, you know, especially being a business owner, you know, I'm realizing, especially the more and more I get into human design, the ways that I was already following my human design, I'm a, I'm an emotional projector you know, if I haven't mentioned it before, I'm an emotional projector and it's a thousand percent spot on for me. But paying attention to the ways that I was actually already living in my design and didn't know it because that's always been something that I've thought about of like people kind of selling you on this. This is the exact way to do this thing. You follow these steps. You'll make the amount of money that I'm making. You'll do these things. But when I look back in my own life, whether it's relationships, uh, I've thought a lot about it too, because this week, somebody who I love, Abiola from To Be Creative, I think is her handle. She is incredible and just does a lot of work around supporting. She's not even a coach, but she does a lot of work around 
supporting creatives, really talking transparently about her own creative process as a writer and an actor and all this kind of stuff. And she was talking about creating new bios, like the bio from where you are. And then a lot of times writing bios as business owners can be tricky because there's where you want to be and you can't write about what you want to be because you're not there yet. So then, you know, we need to create this like bridge bio was one of the things she was talking about. And so I was like reading her process and just kind of soaking it in. You know, again, one of the things that came up was this concept of time and like how we think that we need to be somewhere we have arbitrarily decided based upon some matrix shit you've been given that these certain things are supposed to happen for you by a certain time. And even whether it's women I coach or just people that I've been women I've been friends with over the years, you know, a big thing is children and the biological clock. And you wanted to do this by 25. And I always say, you know, what you have planned for your life and what God has planned for your life are not necessarily always the same thing, or they don't necessarily happen in the same order. So, you know, you can have a child and you might not have that child at 25. You might not have that child at 40. And, you know, there were some friends that I had years ago and a few of them were just like, I want a baby. Like, I'm clear. I want a baby. I want a baby. And it's like, okay, well, you got to be kind of careful about what you ask for, because then that's what you end up getting a baby. And you don't get the other components that go along with that, if that's the type of support and community that you're looking to build. So it shows up in a lot of different ways. But yeah, just a reminder, I don't feel like we are talking enough about time. And there's not, you know, a surefire way. I mean, I think the only way to kind of know if you are in the right timing is to pay attention to the alignment that is or is not happening in your life, how things feel. But there are certain journeys and roads we're going to go on that you have to, quote unquote, go the wrong way because that was the only way to get you to the right way. And so a lot of times we you know, have the tendency to use very extreme language that's like it's good or bad, it's positive or negative, it was a failure or a success. Well, a lot of times the things that start out looking like failures actually end up being successes. It's just that we're turning around from a place that we don't have enough runway. We don't have enough road behind us to have a clear perspective about the larger picture. And, you know, timing can be frustrating because we are kind of raised to believe, especially this very Western, heavily masculine energy that we are taught, especially as women is like if you force it enough, if you push it enough, if you grind and hustle hard enough, you can make it happen. And I am here to remind you that that is not the fucking truth. That's not true. It doesn't matter. There are some things that you can push and force and pray all day and do whatever kind of incantations you want to do around it. And it's still not going to happen because it's just not time. Not because there's something wrong with you not because you're doing the wrong thing, not because you're in the wrong place or the wrong relationship. It's just not time for that thing to ripen or bloom just yet. And of course, you know, we always talk about seed time and harvest time and planting the seed and it's the easiest analogy, but it's also the best one for a reason. Like, you know, you put the seed in the ground, some plants and some trees take longer to bloom than others. And so the danger becomes when we are trying to use and compare ourselves to a very narrow path, or we're trying to compare ourselves to one person's journey or a group of people who have had 
the same exact journey, of course you're going to look like the weirdo. Of course you're going to look like the one who something was wrong because this goes back to my ugly duckling thing. This is why I love that book. Because you're a swan, you're not a duck. You're in the wrong place. And again, it's going to take you a certain amount of time for you to come to that realization. So I also thought about it's years old. And I think it's like a little clip of Will Smith on Tavis Smiley or something. And I remember that he was talking about you have to bend the universe like in the direction that you want it to go. You have to bend the universe. And I remember when I first saw it, I was like, oh my God, it's so profound. It's so good. Oh yeah, bend the universe and blah, blah, blah. And of course, as I have gotten older, as my ideology and my theology has expanded, as I have read more and just deepened my understanding, I don't believe that anymore. I don't believe that you don't have to force the universe to do shit. You know, you want to say universe or God, my preference is to just call it what it is, which is God, but I don't need to force God to do shit. Number one, the work is already done. We are never, ever waiting on God. God is always waiting on us. So you're not forcing anything to happen. You're not waiting on God to do anything for you. It's more of a question of, how do I need to get into alignment with the bigger picture? Or how am I out of alignment with the bigger picture? And just realizing that, you know, the God, the universe is always on our side. It is always, that's one of my fundamental beliefs. It is always organizing things in our favor. It is always trying to get us to evolve and become and expand into our highest good. And so I don't need to force the universe to do anything or force God to do anything that I already know is in my highest good. But, you know, if I wanted to marry the boy that I loved at 12 years old and 14 years old, that's not your time. It's not time. You're not ready for that. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with him. doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It means that you are not, and this is a whole nother episode, but you're not actually ready for what you're asking for. And that's one of the things that we don't always understand, of course, because we don't have the perspective. So we can look at a goal, whether that's a business, whether that's a relationship, whether it's a certain amount of money, whether it's the responsibility of a larger house or taking on some kind of platform, whatever it is, we just see it from this limited perspective that we're in right now. And we're always in a limited perspective. We always only have access to the information that we have access to right now. We don't have the benefit of hindsight. So you know, as you are trying to create a bigger vision and picture for yourself, just remembering that there is an air of mystery that's also operating here. And that is the part that we don't have access to. There is no rule book for it. There's no step-by-step guide or strategy that can get you there. Now, I do think what can help to get you there and help to understand it and to loosen your resistance, and that's what I think peace is. When I talk about peace, I'm thinking about a place of non-resistance, a place where I don't have any resistance around doing or not doing a thing. And so getting to a place of non-resistance just looks like paying attention to what is going on in your story right now and what's going on in your timing and on your timeline. So what I mean by that is like, you know, paying attention to where there's flow and where there's not flow. Where are you trying to force something to happen? Where are you not putting effort into making it happen? Where are you really tied to a very specific narrative and story about how you think things should happen? 
what you think you deserve. And I always make the distinction that there's a difference between what you are worthy of and what you deserve. You are worthy of everything, but you deserve what you actually do the work for. And so a lot of times we are out here talking about what we deserve. And, you know, again, this might not be the you're so focused on having a baby or you're so focused on, as I have been making this specific relationship work, that you've totally ignored all of the other things that are going on in your life in a way that you're actually blocking your own flow. And then you keep trying harder to make the relationship work, harder to have a baby, harder in your business. But right now you need to pay attention to your health and your health is like screaming in your ear, your body's inflamed, you're not feeling good. You've got allergies to everything. You're not sleeping well. You know, anytime you put something on your skin, there's some kind of reaction. But you're focused on a half a million dollar year because that's what your business coach said that you need to do. And so that, of course, is one of the things, one of the most important things about sovereignty, which is always whatever external information you are getting outside, making sure that you bring that back to yourself and are running it through what I call, you know, your own CIA, your own central intelligence agency. Is this true for me? Is this information valid for where I actually am in my life? Does this information align with my goals? Does this, you know, information that I'm seeing or receiving fall in line with what's actually happening in my life right now? Because again, we get very attached to, and all of us do it. I'm absolutely victim of it, wanting something to go a certain way because it's got to be the way I see it. And then you combine that with this idea of like law of attraction, what people are teaching, or, you know, if you want something, you have to get super clear about it because God's not going to know. And I'm a very literal person. So for me, what that looks like is very different than other people. Yes, you need to get, we have free will. God is never going to override your own free will. But You don't have to get into the specificity of what color, you know, shoelaces you want in your sneakers. We are talking about an overarching divine intelligence. And again, a lot of times as I talk about with the vitiligo, like this was not the life that I planned for myself. This is not what I saw myself doing. I saw myself doing, you know, what I was kind of told, which was like, okay, I'll be an attorney. And again, I did there's a part of me, my law and order and my dateline, the dateline part to me that like, yeah, I felt like I would have been a great attorney and I would have loved definitely doing criminal law and being in court. But for the larger, like when we combine me being here and being of service to the larger world society in a greater way, that would not have served humanity the way I am serving humanity and what I'm doing now. And I could have either stayed very tied to that story and continuing to try to force that or to stop and take a step back and see what needs to be recalibrated here. Oh, shit. Now I get this autoimmune disease thrown in the mix here. Okay, now this well, wait. This autoimmune disease doesn't align with some of the other things I've been thinking. Do I just hold on to my beliefs or do I adjust? I really thought and wanted to be married at 25, you know, getting out of college and in my 20s. That's what I was kind of. I mean, my mother didn't tell me that, but watching all of the movies and Can't Buy Me Love is a favorite, even though they didn't get married and when she was in high school, but just still this idea of you find your person early on and you be with them. Women from Disney movies to rom-coms, we are sold that story. Young girls are sold that story from the time we can really ingest it. And so that's what I thought I was supposed to be doing. And then when that didn't happen, I started thinking there was something wrong with me. 
I didn't have the benefit of hindsight. I didn't, I wasn't able to look back and see something different. And I was too young to look around and see what other people were doing. Most of my examples were doing that same kind of following that same script, college and marriage and house. And that is absolutely not what happened for me. And now at 41, I can look back and be like, oh my God. And I say it all the time. Thank God, God did not give me what I prayed for. And it is why I love, well, this is not why I love Garth Brooks. I love Garth for other reasons, but I do always love that song and it makes me very emotional. Unanswered prayers. Sometimes, you know, I thank God for unanswered prayers. You know, some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. That's part of what, how the chorus goes. And it is like, God, I was praying for shit that I had no business embodying, no business inhabiting. I look back and I see I didn't even want it. The timing was not right. That was not, there was a deeper purpose to be fulfilled that I didn't even know about because I was on a timeline where I still needed to get the autoimmune disease in a couple of years. So again, it's just a kind of a little reminder that, yes, strategies are important and you know, creating some kind of consistency in our lives is important in each and individual and unique ways that work for us. That can be a grounding practice. You, that's something that you want to do every single day, every single day, the same way you brush your teeth. You want to make sure you are grounding back into yourself with something that is just for you, not your children, not your husband, not your boyfriend, your partner, your job, whoever, that doesn't require you to watch TV and totally disconnect. But what that actually looks like, tangibly looks like, can be different on a day-to-day basis. And you just have to make sure that you're always following, you know, as I say, you're taking some of the information and the guidance that you're getting, but making sure that you're running it through your own body and paying attention to the timeline and story of your life, which is why journaling and all that kind of stuff is really important because you can then look back and start to see threads and pick up the breadcrumbs between different parts of your story, but it does not matter whose strategy you follow, how hard you push, how many goals you set. Sometimes there is something else at play that you have no idea about because it's not going to reveal itself for another two months, two years, five years, two weeks, whatever that is. And even in thinking about, and I'll probably do a whole episode on this, but even in thinking about when I was recovering from my laparoscopic robotic myomectomy back in August, One of the things that I had promised myself was that I was not doing any work when I was resting at all. And that did not mean you're resting, but you can organize the kitchen cabinets. That did not mean rest, but clean up the office, rest, but fold clothes, rest, but make goodwill runs. That meant you get your ass out of bed, you eat and you get down on the couch and you lay there and watch shows and watch whatever. And it did become very difficult because it was about two weeks before I went back to work. But One of the downloads that I got, and I ended up going the first day that I could go back and drive, I did that and went to the park and ended up writing probably six or seven pages of this channeled message. And it's funny to now see a project that I'm working on now, everything that I wrote back in August was actually for this time right now. And so there is, and I hope this is making sense as I'm saying this, this idea that in order for us to be effective, we have to work, 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 and be on this timeline and be working and be consistent. And sometimes the work is actually doing nothing. Sometimes the revelation comes in the resting. Sometimes the revelation and the elevation and the evolution comes in the restoration, which is rest and doing nothing. And that goes against what we are commonly taught. It goes against, definitely goes against this very 
matrixy timeline that we're all sold, you know, go to college, get married, buy a house, have kids, retirement, and, you know, come back again, you know, whatever you believe about the afterlife, come back and do it all over again. So just making sure that just reminding you guys to think about timing, think about remember timing a lot, especially as you are starting to make plans for 2021. How can you give yourself some grace to be able to expand and create a bigger vision, but also not be really stuck and tied to your timeline, knowing that there's a million ways for your goals to be achieved. God can do it in numerous amount of ways. And again, sometimes there are things waiting for you that you don't even know. I always say what I have is I am living a life that I didn't even pray for because I didn't even know that I wanted. And so I would say I'm so grateful that God gave me the life that I wanted that I didn't even know to ask for. And it's just something that's kind of unfold that I've been able to see in hindsight. So I hope all of that meets each of you where you are. Hope you have a fantastic week and I will be back soon.